Oh God, the press conference is tomorrow. What are we going to call this thing? Uh, just, just call it the new one. Just call it the new one. Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Bipolar Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Will Fengi, and the jelly to my peanut butter is on the other side of the microphone. Uh, future Andy, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Will. I'm how doing the best I can. Still have not mastered your last name. I practiced it over and over again, <laughs> and I thought to myself, I really just like calling him Future Andy, and I think he's kind of embracing it a little bit, so we'll just go with that for now. That's fine. I prefer it to my actual surname anyway, so go with oh, that. That's uh, we, we'll hope your parents aren't listening to the podcast then. <laughs> I'm sure they're not. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing too. Uh, that's okay. I could probably do with another subscriber though. Yeah. But, so I might might forward it on to them. Well, it, it'll it'll trickle down eventually once we're big news and big time. <laughs> oh yeah, be like, Oh yeah, that's my son. I I can completely see that. Um, <laughs> so proud. <laughs> how's uh How's the weather there in uh, Jolly Old London or the general vicinity of Jolly Old London? Yeah, near, yeah, near enough. Um, yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's cold, dark, windy, usual. I feel uh, every time you ask me that, it's gonna. I might as well kind of send a recorded response back because it's pretty much gonna be the same. I think, unfortunately. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. It, it, are, are the summers at least nice, or are they just less rainy? Mm, yeah, pretty much less oh. rainy. Um, get a bit of heat as soon as it gets slightly warm. Everyone starts complaining about it being too warm anyway. So. The stereotype about British people complaining about the weather is true. Yeah, I uh, I live I live in Tennessee River Valley Basin area, so we're not below sea level, but we're lower than everywhere else. And if it starts to get humid here, it gets very humid very quickly. So right. we embrace the winter the best we can. Um, I don't like it being too cold, but I do have a much higher likelihood of missing school when it's cold than I do when it's warm. So I'll be happy to nice. have that. Anything exciting been going on you want to talk about? Uh, hmm, not really. Well, my, I christened my daughter on Sunday, which oh, was right. Uh, which was Congratulations. Good. It was went, thank you. It was, uh, yeah, it was good, actually. She doesn't like people very much. I don't know where she gets No, not at all. <laughs> could, could possibly Except be the me, guy but, sitting um, in the shed by himself. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was good. That went well. Surprisingly, I thought she was going to kick off a bit, but she didn't. She kind of seemed to enjoy it, actually. Well, she doesn't like people. Maybe she likes attention. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. It's been be. just a regular run-of-the-mill sort of weekend around here. Uh, I am off of work today because it's uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day here in America. I can't believe you don't celebrate that there, you heathens. I know. It's not It's God, not right. It I, do you see the Apple website today? Apple took down all of their products on their website, and it's just a picture of Martin Luther King Jr., Oh, yeah, really? right there on the homepage. No, Apple.com is just the picture of Martin Luther King Jr. and um, uh, giving a speech and, and a small pull quote. And it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a nice tribute. I'm sure that it means more to the people here in the United States that understand a little bit more than than everyone else. But it's it's a nice tribute nonetheless. Speaking of Apple, not the only reason that they've been in the news here recently because of the Martin Luther King stuff. This is what we call a segue into our main yeah, topic. Yeah, I was going to say, that's impressive I work. do what I can. I do what I can. Um, <laughs> topic for the day is um, how small is too small? Does size matter? Of course, a podcast with two guys. Why would we not be talking about size at least sometime <laughs> early on in the episodes? Um, you ran across some stuff on the interwebs this weekend, and we kind of wove in some other topics that we had been talking about discussing. Um, 12-inch MacBook. Let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, 
So it's a story broken um, by Mark Mark German of Night. Is it German? I think it's German. Yeah. You're going to have noticed I'm not very good at pronouncing uh, anyone's names. You'd think I'd be better with with my name. Well, but, it's Turnabout is uh, fair play. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So we'll we'll go with Mark German of uh, Nine to Five Mac. Um, it was during CES. Um, apparently, Apple have done a few sneak kind of leaks, if you want to call it that, around CES before. Um, so I'm not sure if that's that's what some people are saying. It's a gives it a bit more truth that it's it was leaked around that time. Um, but um, the the information Mark had um, put up on his site was about a redesigned 12 uh, inch MacBook. Well, uh, it's a new 12 inch model, but the Air itself is going to be redesigned apparently, um, quite substantially by the sounds of things. Um, it's as with usual, this is kind of where we got onto this topic uh, that you mentioned it before. Um, the, the plan apparently is to small, uh, small, I was about to say small everything. That's uh, probably not the right just term. Just call it a Britishism. It's cool. <laughs> People will believe you. Yeah, <laughs> I can get away with it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> maybe not small everything, but they're going to shrink everything down as, as Apple's way seems to be at the moment. Um, at the loss of a few kind of quite important things you would think the magsafe connector charger thing is is apparently going um a lot of the other ports so there's only be one usb port is the only connection that's going to be there usb 3 um uh no not 3 type c i think it is probably Um, a 3.0 and a c it's all sorts of let's just throw random letters on it it's absolutely yeah A new, yeah, a new USB thing is going to be on there um, that's apparently going to handle everything from charging to whatever else you need it to do. Um, the SD slots apparently go in um, and the, the unit itself is going to be trimmed right down. Um, I'm, I'm saying this is like it's a fact, but it, today I guess it's as close as it can be at the moment. Um, keyboard's going to be kind of edge to edge like some old units were. Um, I think a... Oh, what were they called? I'm not too sure. Now there was a there's an old um, MacBook PowerBook, I think it was 12 inch PowerBook that had end to end keyboards like that. So it's um it's that thing that Apple seems to be doing at the moment, um, which is kind of onto our broader topic of the plan. By the sound of it, is just to strip everything they can that they don't deem necessary, um, just to save every inch or milliscule of an inch that they can. Um, possibly at the detriment of the um the actual use and um usefulness and power of the of the device but um yeah so that's really kind of where we're going with this to see are they maybe are apple maybe going to bit extreme lengths now to just to save any space they can just to get the best looking device when it doesn't necessarily give uh, its customers the the best um best product really for their use at the end um the USB port sounds quite good i suppose just you know getting rid of the magsafe and just having one port but you kind of get to some basic needs of maybe needing to put a mouse into your macbook when you're trying to charge it and you've already kind of hit a, a bit of a bumper there that you know you're you're a bit stuck so i don't know uh, if you have any thoughts on that I Will, just, about the sizes i feel like it's i i don't know it's it's a it's a little bit ironic to me i mean i remember how much of a game changer it was when they introduced that first MacBook Air and Steve Jobs pulled it out of that manila envelope and there was the huge gasps and the, oh my gosh, and look how small it is. And that only had one USB port to start. Um, and there were some growing pains accompanied uh, that accompanied that. I just, I think it's weird to see them going 
smaller with the MacBook Air, but larger, albeit thinner, with the phones. And you have a 6 Plus, and I'm, I'm going to be getting my 6 Plus here before too long, so I, I think that that's worth talking about as well. I just I yeah. think that it's weird that they've said, you know, or the rumor is that I don't see anybody jumping up and down immediately and saying, oh, no, that's completely un- unheard of, that's uncalled for, that's complete fabrication. I don't see anybody at Apple stepping up and, you know, throwing stones at Mark Gurman for that. But, mm. so, you know, it's not too far-fetched, but at the same time, we're going smaller and slimming um, and taking things away from the MacBook Air, which at this point is probably their notebook that is the best fit for the vast majority of people because... I mean, there's a lot of people out there that really a MacBook Pro isn't necessary anymore. I mean, you look at, and again, we'll go ahead and throw it out there now. The audio for our podcast last week was really bad, but that was because I was recording on a netbook. But other than that, there's not a whole lot that this junky old netbook over here can't do um, for my needs. And I'm not a power user by any means, but I definitely have, I definitely try to push things more to the limit than your average, you know, 35 to 40 something that's not doing much more than checking an email and shopping on eBay and something something Pinterest so is it really it it cuts out the usability I think it cuts out a lot of the usability we go down to the one port for the USB and if you've got to try to charge it um, what if you use your MacBook to charge your iPhone or your iPad at the same time or I mean look at us what if you wanted to run power into your MacBook Air and use a USB microphone at the same time. How are you supposed to do that? I feel like it does a lot to cut out a level of usability, and that's one of the things that Apple has always, you know, strived for, is it, is it just works and it's it does what their customers and their users need it to do. And I think slimming it down to just a, a full-size USB port and a headphone jack still cuts out I mean I feel like it would alienate at least a significant portion of the user base yeah yeah absolutely um one of the uh um commentators talking about is Tom Warren and The Verge his kind of thoughts behind why they might be doing this is a, a kind of a cost saving exercise um it, it's similar to uh the, all the rumors and, and thoughts that are going around when everyone thought the Apple uh iPhone 5c was going to come out they thought they heard rumors it's going to be kind of a plastic body, uh, older things inside it, older components. Uh, and everyone thought, oh, this this is going to be the cheap iPhone that everyone's going to be able to get. And I don't know kind of how the prices are for you guys. I know you buy phones slightly differently. It's made, made you on contracts and things as far as I it's know. It's horrible is what um, it is. It's on contract. Right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't hear many good things about it. Um, but kind of an off contract. A lot of them are sold here. Just you just buy the phone. Um as a big lump sum um and it, it didn't it worked out about 50 pound cheaper i think than just buying a the, the latest model so it it certainly didn't work out that way and i don't think apple or the kind of company that are gonna strip out some things of a of a unit just to make it cheaper it's not kind of their way um it, it, and john gruber sorry sorry karen john gruber was commenting the the guy that writes that they're in fireball or well, i say he writes he owns the thing as far as i know um he also kind of rubbished the idea that the the MacBook Air, what are they going to call it, 12-inch Retina MacBook Air, whatever, the names are getting a bit long and ridiculous, but the um, whatever it's going to be, this new model, uh, 
he doesn't agree at all and i kind of agree with him from what i said previously that it's not apple's way just to strip things out and then give you a cheaper model if they're putting retina display in in the thing it's certainly not going to be any cheaper uh the usual thing they do with every other kind of product line they'll release the new version with some kind of upgrade however small it may be that they can then make sound a lot bigger and better at the keynotes and things uh the price will then match whatever the current model is the next the lower end model will then drop down in price that's probably if this does happen where that's going to go um uh again this isn't really relevant but i thought it was quite interesting or funny there was a bit of a conversation back and forth with john gruber and mark german uh on twitter um and john uh gruber was just basically saying uh, mark would be the last person apple would leak this to um just because they did, apparently they just don't like the guy. Um, after I think he leaked some something else previously that that they obviously didn't share with him, um, which like I said, it does, it's not really relevant, and that's probably something to cut to, to be honest. But it, I just it was in my notes, and I thought that was quite interesting that this kind of back and forth. Everyone in this community kind of always pretends whether they do or not they like each other, but uh, those two seem to have a bit of bad blood. No, I mean I think it's a little far fetched to think that he would just straight up make up something like this, but. You're right. I don't think that Apple is calling Mark Gurman on the phone and saying, hey, listen, um, I know we didn't get along before, but you should really break this story for us accidentally, quietly. I don't I feel like they would go with somebody that doesn't have such a, I don't know, a shady reputation within the company, uh, mm-hmm. somebody that might curry a little more favor on a regular basis. The, uh, again, I've, I'm. I, I don't know any more than anyone else does, but I, Apple don't really strike me as this kind of company that would care to do anything you know that anything of that type um because people have said oh it was it was leaked during ces to take a bit of attention back off that but i don't know if you saw much of the coverage of ces but i don't think they've got a lot to worry about coming out of that there was a uh like electric belts and things and you know there, there's nothing that i can see that's going to trouble apple why they would release that kind of information to take it take any attention away from ces i've i've no idea yeah no we we talked about that last time about um when we were talking about the marco article and trying to keep the the news focus on apple um yeah during ces and things like that it's ces isn't what it used to be you know, it used to it no. used to definitely be the, the it's it's almost got the same reputation anymore as as E three did for a long time with the video games and everything else where everybody would look forward to it every year and oh this is gonna be released and oh this has been rumored, but now there are so many companies that are doing their own uh press events and their own releases on their specific time schedules that we're not looking forward to events like E three or CES to to release stuff anymore. So yeah, I don't think Apple doesn't strike me, you know, as the multi-billion dollar company that it is it doesn't strike me as a company who's super worried about uh i don't know like like an e-cig and the next surface pro (laughs) really stealing away thunder from from them as a matter of fact with some of the press they've had recently they can almost afford to take some time off uh just to kind of step back and regroup for a second um yeah like i said i think the the juxtaposition here between shrinking down a macbook air and making it smaller and less form not not less form, less feature-filled, is almost... It's a really interesting counterpoint to what they're doing with cell phones. And I know that you have your 6 Plus, and my wife has a, uh, has an iPhone 6 that I've had a chance to kind of hang, hang out with and play around with. And it's weird they're going bigger in their phones and smaller 
I guess it's not weird they're going smaller in their computer in their computers, but they are obviously going considerably bigger and more feature filled in their phones. Um, mm. You've had that six plus for a while now. Yeah. Um, were you were you before this pro large phone anti large phone? I will say that for a while I had and prepare yourself for a lot of individual numbers and characters. I had an <laughs> HTC Evo 4G LTE. That's a lot. Everything's in caps there. That's a mouthful. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> it's like an alphabet. It was. Uh, it was the first big phone that I had before a, a phablet was a thing. And I remember jumping up to that from the LG phone I had had before that, and it it was big. I mean, it it was impressive, and depending on what my use case was, it was either really convenient or really awkward. And I would imagine that the jump from the iPhone that you had before this, I assume you had an iPhone before your 6 Plus. I did, um, yeah. I assume the jump to a 6 Plus was a bit of a change. So were you looking to go with a bigger phone or were you looking to just do the new iPhone and the six plus stuck out at you? Yeah. Um, previous or before all the rumors and then obviously seeing them, Apple announced the six and six plus a big phone. It never appealed. The whole thing. I used to say that when everyone else was seemed to be getting Android phones and Android phones were all coming out in weird, different sizes and styles and curved and whatever that, I always felt, just because I guess I didn't know any different or, you know, haven't experienced anything else, that the the four-inch iPhone was kind of the perfect size. It fit um, nicely in the hand. You know, you can can use it all one-handed. Had uh, an iPad mini uh, at the time as well that kind of covered that middle ground. Um, But as soon as I saw it, I think there's no really other way of saying it, but being an Apple fanboy, I had to go with ever whatever models they had it was time to change mine anyway um i did originally want the six just because that was the smallest i could get without you know going crazy and getting the the six plus size um just you know there was no option to get anything smaller than the six so that was going to be the phone um but then i saw um as they were going through the details of it there was very very tiny changes or slightly slight upgrades i suppose in in the camera on the six plus um and the battery life and things and it so it just feel felt more like it was an iphone 6 and an iphone 6 pro kind of thing um like it was a a better model even though you know they were the the six plus really was the the more niche model i guess and i think it sales figures from when they came out i don't have them to hand but i think it was two to one of people buying the six so i think think the six is supposed to be the kind of fag flagship phone but um i do like taking pictures on my uh iphone quite a lot now more so than taking my actual camera out just for convenience and ease um so even a slight increase in camera quality was kind of hard to hard to give up on um so yeah i went with it eventually managed to get hold of one it was a bit hard to get one at the time but it it worked out well. It, it fits kind of all all uses that I need for a device, really. Um, so I, as soon as I got one, I sold my iPad Mini uh, just because there there was nothing I could really do on the iPad Mini that I couldn't just do on the six plus. Um, it's good for well, obviously the camera is fine. It it it's a bit well, it felt a bit weird at the time taking a picture with the uh, six plus just because it, it felt a bit ridiculous. Did it did it feel um, as bad as taking a picture with an iPad because? <laughs> oh goodness 
No, not it wasn't quite that bad. It did feel like I was holding up an iPad to start with, though. Um, but again, so many people have Android phones. I don't know, again, what it's like out where you are, but there are a lot of people that have iPhones here, but um, there are also a lot of people that have Android phones as well. So I think it's not as weird to see kind of people taking pictures with big phones, especially when I'm out and about in, in London and stuff in my lunch break. There's, there's a lot of tourists that are taking pictures with iPads and things. So that, that feeling went fairly quickly um and the the kind of benefits i'm getting from it um you know it, it looks great and it's it's really fast but you're going to get that with the six anyway and that's again apple's thing of just slight speed bump increases and things that doesn't really make masses of difference but it's you know it's perfect because i i get the train into london from from where i am so it's i've got quite a long commute so it it's uh all the things i could do on it have worked pretty well i'm a. Uh... I'm going to call you out on this just because I saw on Twitter this week and and we've had a a short conversation about it. It's covering everything you needed. You sold the iPad mini. Did I see that you're looking for another (laughs) small tablet again though? Uh, yeah. What for? Um, well, that's the problem. That's why I haven't just bought one. I think I, there's always something I've, I've got a bit of a problem. I think, um, not to get too deep into kind of a therapy session here, but, I need, I always seem to need to want something, if that makes sense. Um, I always need to, because uh, I did think I just wanted to get a, a, a cheap Android tablet to have a kind of play around with something different. Um, and yeah, I, you are you are right. I, I did say when I was, again, mentioning it on Twitter that I wanted something to watch films and things on on, on the, the train, even though the, the 6 Plus is perfectly fine to do that. And it is, well, it's, it's more than fine. It's, it's, it's perfect it's it's easy to just get out of my pocket watch a bit the the trains in and out of london are always uh, rammed full of people so i don't really have much space to get anything bigger than iphone out anyway a lot of the time um so yeah you have <laughs> you have called me out quite well there but it it does genuinely feel that need for reading blogging um pretty much anything else i i need to do on it i have an ipad air instead now um, that I, I just leave at home because again it's too big it, it feels that now feels too big and, and a bit ridiculous to use anywhere but in the house um, which again seems a bit a bit silly I suppose um, but yeah it's it, it does it does do what I need it to do I think me trying to get an iPad mini now is just me wanting something new to play with again I think well, I mean, if you're going to go and if you're going to go and play, and I will say this, uh, as much as I love my Nexus Seven and I use it all the time, I've got show notes pulled up on it over here right now, so I can have full screen audacity and I can scroll back and forth through the show notes without messing too many things up. Um, I will say that it is considerably nicer to stay within one ecosystem because. Yeah, like I've got iTunes gift cards, and I want to buy those apps, and I get used to the way that tweetbot looks or I get used to the I get used to using byword to write things and then I've got my 7 inch tablet which I love and I use for things like RSS and the occasional Netflix or Hulu or or Plex or something like that but I am very much looking forward to having the 6 plus to be able to um you know do everything within one certain system Yeah yeah I, th- I yeah I can I can see that that's why I kind of done the same thing of sticking to to one system my end as well um regardless of i think it's getting to the point now that like i said it, it's hard to 
to to move too much around really that they, they every company that's involved in this android you know google and apple and windows i guess to an extent do or are working hard to lock you in to their system you know that with iCloud now you've got your photos there you've got your you could could have your document your calendars and all that kind of stuff and it I think they're just working hard to make it as big a pain as possible to kind of move that stuff over. It's the same conversation um, that you and I have had repeatedly for the last six yeah. weeks is about lock in and being you know stuck in something. Um, I've, speaking of iPads, we would be. Uh, we would be, I don't know, remiss something. I, my English teacher words aren't working today. I've had a few days off. <laughs> uh, it would be unwise of us to not also mention the other quote-unquote Apple leak that's been rolling around. And I didn't see this until I was poking around Twitter last night. I guess I had some of these kind of stuck in with the uh, all the 800 million American football tweets that were popping up all over my Twitter stream because apparently I follow yeah. people that do the sports ball as well. Um, something about an iPad Pro, and I think that wasn't the part that surprised me so much as Apple Stylus? Is this something that you've looked into or heard anything else about? Um, no, I've seen, like you, I saw um, a few comments and things on it when I woke up. But I do my usual ritual of kind of rolling over blearily, reading a bit of Twitter while I wake up a bit. And yeah, I saw it there as well. I haven't read a lot into it, to be honest, um, about kind of how much, kind of what what's pro about it other than being 12 inches um, and having that stylus. Uh, I think I have seen a few quotes being thrown around from Steve Jobs, apparently about, you know, basically, I don't know, I don't have the, the exact words in front of me, but basically saying there won't ever be a stylus for an iPad and he doesn't kind of agree with it being necessary or useful. Um, but right. If you see if you are, see a stylus, it means we failed. I believe is something along those lines. Right. Okay. It's a bit stronger wording than just there won't be one then by the sounds of it. But there is already. Um, it, well, it's, it's very limited, I suppose. But there's a. I don't know if you've seen it, but is it called Pencil by Fifty Three? Yeah, they they um, make one, and then Adonit makes one that in, integrates really well with um, Evernote and with uh, what is. Penultimate is what they do. They, the ones that are also Bluetooth enabled, so they can tell exactly where it is and where your hand is, and it can do erase or it can make sure that your hand doesn't leave any stray marks or anything like that. So yeah, there are some there right. are some styli out there. Styli is what we're going with, right? Styli is the post yep. stylus. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I don't know. I've never thought about that. Today. There are some. There are multiple numbers of styluses out there that can do certain things, but. You would think if Apple were to decide to make one, even if they were just to release a stylus, right, just a Bluetooth stylus, that it would have to be a better choice than anything that's out there right now. Not to knock pencil by paper by 53, not to be confused with paper by Facebook, (laughs) or the Evernote Adonis stylus, which I have wanted for a while because it does have a really, um, I'm a fine point guy, i Andy and I will uh, past Andy and I go, will probably go into this a little more in in the future on Dot Grid, the other one of the other podcasts I do. I am very much a a fine tipped guy, and that's the Adonis stylus has that. But I don't know how much work you've done with a stylus, and I realize that we're I'm concentrating more on that than a 12 inch iPad. But yeah, Apple's gonna have a long way to go to make any headway in the stylus market because at this point, I mean, you can have a good stylus, but nothing out there is gonna replace the tactile feel of a pen or pencil on paper, especially when you're writing on glass. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I can imagine. Um, I don't, I'm not much of a, a writer. Um, I, I am very digital, I suppose, now and always have been. I've, I've always had terrible handwriting. So as soon as I had a chance to not write anymore, um, I, I, I took it up. But I know there are quite a few kind of designers and artists and things. Um, Scott Johnson, a, another podcast that I listen to and, and follow a lot. I know he uses a, is it a Wacom tablet? Um, to do his art and stuff that I guess it once you get used to it you can do that quite well quite efficiently so I guess there is uh, a purpose and use for it for for some people uh how well that'll work on a an iPad or with an iPad I, I don't know um to me though I, this could be completely wrong and well I'm sure it will be completely wrong but you're so kind inch... to yourself it's just gonna be wrong I'm, a, <laughs> I'm Andy I'm gonna say this and I'm just gonna go ahead and say whatever I'm about to say is completely wrong don't go, this is we're we're making guesses we're throwing out estimates just believe yep. in your guesstimate okay I'll, I'll say it with some some conviction then but <laughs> the um just something I was kind of thinking when I was I was looking at these two rumors they kind of came out fairly similarly that Instead of there being a 12-inch iPad Pro with the stylus and this new Retina MacBook Air thing, that maybe the rumors are kind of mixing together a little bit, um, and it may be maybe a touchscreen um, uh, MacBook Air, Retina MacBook Air, whatever, um, you know, and and maybe that they're, they're just kind of they're seeing people are leaking kind of components, I think, uh, or possibly um and these are instead of two different separate items they are just one maybe again kind of thumb in the air finger in the air whatever the saying is that it, it may have a detachable kind of screen or something I, again that's probably not very appley um they like their kind of single form factors and and stuff but you know that might make a bit of sense going to kind of a touch screen as far as i know apple don't have any touch screen um macs uh, with iOS and OS X kind of merging a little bit, I know it's more style over anything, but you know it, it might make sense. I don't know. Do you think that's possible? The first thing that comes to mind here when we talk about touchscreen combining OSs, blah blah things like that, is obviously the Surface, the Microsoft Surface tablet yeah. or the Windows Surface tablet or whatever it's called, and I feel like that is one of those. Listen, Apple has won this war, all right? We can go ahead and talk over and over again. Uh, Apple is, I don't want to say handily winning mobile because obviously Android has its spot in other, in other markets, but they've got, uh, they've, got a, they've got the market cornered here at least on progress and usability and things like that. And I don't see a lot of people knocking down doors to get the new Surface Pro whenever it's released, but there are people that are up at midnight Pacific time waiting to order new MacBooks when and new iPads and things like that when they're released. So one would think that at least in the public eye, they've kind of got this cornered. So I just, I don't think Apple needs a Surface killer for I guess a better for lack of a better term. I don't really feel like they need something that needs to hop in and say, "All right, well, we're going to go ahead and take market share away from that." I don't think they need to worry about Chromebooks because I think Chromebooks have a very uh niche audience as well. I mean, they'll be great for education because they're inexpensive and they're all in the cloud and things like that, but Apple has really put its stake in the ground as saying we are the notebook for the productive and for or we're the notebook and the and the mobile 
systems and what have you for the productive and the creative. And, you know, obviously we're not doing very well in, in the enterprise because that's still, oh God, I use Windows every day, Andy. You, do you use Windows at work? I know, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. And then... Internet Explorer. Oh, well. yeah, no, Rob, that's his That's his <laughs> big thing. Rob, who is uh, one of the other hosts on the network, uh, he actually still has to use Internet Explorer 8 because he works for a hospital system, and it takes so long to make sure that everything you're using is going to be compatible with any changes that you make. We moved over to um, a, the new... It's not even a new Exchange server. We moved over to Office 365 with the county here last week, and for the first time in uh, first time since I can remember, and I've been involved in the school system here for almost 30 years, it's the first time that I can remember them saying to use something other than Internet Explorer as your primary browser. Like, Google Chrome is suggested, recommended, darn near required to use the email now, which, right? you know, that's kind of a, 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 Internet, a Internet Explorer and its prevalence is kind of a, a different topic for a different day. We should probably talk about browsers and how that's all changed because... And I'll lead it back around to Apple here for a second. Do you know they don't make a Safari for Windows anymore? Yeah, I did. Um, well, only recently when you told me uh, a few weeks ago, I thought there was one still there. No, they um, they stopped back. Um, I want to say when they released either iOS. I think it was when they released iOS six. Or right, quite a while. Yeah, ago, it's been it's been a few years. Um, I want to say 2011, 2012, They just stopped making it. Um, probably made sense. I don't know how much investment time it was worth. It was pretty, I don't know if it was ever used by a lot of people on windows. Oh God. See, and I would use it just because I want to have my bookmarks in, in sync. I want to be able to have tabs in sync and I don't want to have to use Chrome on my phone to do that because Chrome on iOS has come a long way, but it still doesn't have the polish and the speed and the ease of use and the integration that Safari has. So it go and you and I again have had this cover we were having this conversation earlier about having one tool for whatever given purpose that works on all the different platforms that we use and I'm I don't know how much of a unique use case that I am having an Android tablet and a phone that runs iOS and Windows computers I have to use every day but mm-hmm. I definitely wish that there were more cross-platform tools that made things easier um All of that background to say that I think that there's going to at least be a grain of truth in some of these Apple rumors somewhere, whether that's a touchscreen MacBook Pro Air 12-inch XP or whatever they're going to call it, (laughs) or some combination of the two, or maybe it's just a stylus. I I mean, we haven't even seen the watch yet, you know? That's still going to be the big news item for this quarter I think that Apple is a very easy horse to latch onto when it comes to news and our 24-hour news cycle, and it's easy to just say, oh, look, this thing, rumor, rumor, Apple, let's go ahead and put it up there because we, cause we need to have something because people are going to pay attention. People are going yeah. to be there, and you know, it's it'll be interesting for me to get back to work tomorrow and kind of gauge the interest or knowledge level of what I consider regular, everyday mobile and computer users to see if they've heard any of this. Cause again, you and I are kind of kind of running different circles. We, we don't probably don't follow the same people on Twitter as I don't know, the vast majority of the people that work in our buildings or live in our neighborhoods. So it'll be interesting to see what other people have heard and what other people think about this. When, uh, when I get back around 
tomorrow. Have you? Did you hear any uh, any rumblings at the office today, or you don't do a whole lot of speaking about technology when you're around? Yeah, no, I do seem to be. I'm sure I'm not, but I do seem to be the only person that kind of gets too much into this kind of thing. So yeah, and no, I've not heard anyone kind of speaking about that. Um, it's yeah, it's not a big big topic around. And to be honest, I even being in that kind of circle, I'm not excited about the idea of a stylus or a big iPad, big touchscreen iPad or whatever it turns out to be. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Again, like you said, how much interest there can be. I think by the looks of kind of the sizes of, of devices Apple have out at the moment, they're just trying to potentially, if this is true, kind of covering all bases. Because I think from what they were saying, and kind of, uh, sorry to jump all the way back to what we were saying about that iPad. Uh, I'm getting confused for what they're, what they're all called now. The um, MacBook Air 12-inch Retina thing. Um, That's a marketable name. They should go with that. The... <laughs> it's, it's probably just as catchy as what, whatever will come out. Can't be much worse than iPhone 6 Plus. Not sure about that plus name still, but um, oh, look, you want to talk about the iPad three or the new iPad? That was a, that was yeah, a fun naming convention true. for a company that prides themselves on their quality and design and things. They they definitely need a new team for naming conventions. Oh god, and, that was like the it was like oh god the press conference is tomorrow. What are we going to call this thing? Oh, just just yeah. call it the new one. Just call it the new one. <laughs> well, even the iPod Touch was a capitalized T. I know. I guess being an English teacher, this would be. Um, some of it will bother you more than the most, but I think touch was capitalized to begin with. And then it was lowercase or the S from a file or 4S was capitalized. And now it's a lowercase on the five S and yeah, it seems a bit of a mess to be honest with that kind of oh, that side of think things. about what the iPhone this year is going to be called. Is it going to be the six S plus yeah. the six plus S the six S S squared, the SS iPhone. What are we going to, this, this, I think now's the time to fix their naming. Yeah, <laughs> Look, they're just gonna just gonna start all over. We're just gonna call it the iPhone. It, it could work, just like with the like they've done with the iPad. Just the you know, like you said, iPad and uh, or iPhone and iPhone Plus or whatever um, could work. The Apple Watch that that's gonna work, I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I can tell it looks it <laughs> it looks. I expect it to look a bit better. Well, no, it looks very nice, but it's very chunky. When you see the the image of it on sitting on someone's wrist, it's it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, but being the person I am, I think I I don't know how yet. Uh, I don't, well, obviously we don't know fully what the costs are going to be, but somehow I'll, I'll get hold of one. That sounds a bit sinister, but <laughs> it'll be a legal <laughs> method of getting hold of it. I'm sure, but. <laughs> One way or another, it will be mine. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, they, it it looks. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. I've got a. I mentioned before, I got a Pebble watch uh, that is a bit crap, to be honest. Um, it looks. It, I, the only one I can get hold of cheap enough on eBay for me to um, kind of excuse myself for buying it was a an orange one. So it's big orange plastic looking thing. Looks like a kid's toy on my wrist, but and very limited what it can actually do. This is maybe a topic for another day but it has made me convinced I, I do want something some kind of wearable um thing for notifications stuff on my wrist um but yeah um hopefully it'll be fairly soon it's early 2015 now so i'm expecting it any day it'll be interesting to see what the form factor on that's going to be to see if the initial mock-ups the initial projections do get slimmed down some because Again, that does look like the way they're going is is to bring it all the way back around. Is they're slimming things down, and 
even even if we'll see if there's a, a an equivalent of the camera bump on the on the phones or on the watch somewhere. <laughs> Let's hope there's not an actual camera in it. That's just weird. Um, yeah, as far as I know, there's not. But they may try and squeeze one in. They do like their cameras and things. Google Glass. They're putting that under wraps for a little while. Going to take some time off with Google yeah. Glass. That was another another news item from this week. That's we should just do, let's just go ahead and say that sometime in the next couple of episodes we'll just do something on wearables. We'll yeah, watches yeah, that'd be and, interesting. And glasses and Fitbit Jawbone Pros and things like that. Let's just throw the word Pro on everything from now on. Yeah, everything's a Pro, pro Plus. Yep. <laughs> I'll save what I was going to say about Google Glass then. We we'll, we can tease that for yeah, another day. come back in and listen to what we have to say about <laughs> Google Glass. It's not all about Apple around here. Um, <laughs> so if someone wanted to find out more about the this episode of Bipolar Pro Plus, that, that's what we're going to call it, this episode in particular. I like that. Yeah, Bipolar Pro Plus Episode 2. Uh, the best way to do that is to get, a, or just to take a look at the show notes, which are going to be at nerduprising.co slash bipolar slash two. We made it to our second episode. Last week, not the penultimate episode. There's a little bit of follow-up for you. I did not do very well with my vocabulary word there. Uh, Not the the penultimate episode, thank goodness. It is our, uh, our first episode. Last week, second episode this week. What uh, what about you? What's the best way to get in touch with you on the internet should I want to uh, yell and hurl verbal insults at you, even though I don't want to? Uh, the best way for abuse is Twitter, I suppose. I check that most often, and it's, it's public, so any death threats will be recorded by someone, I'm sure. Well, but, we'll um, see yeah. how quickly Twitter responds to those. Yeah, it's true. I'm not a celebrity, so I'm sure they would uh, couldn't care less. But... Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. It's Andy uh, Nico, just N-I-C-O, with an underscore at the end. I'm still working on a new name that, so I don't have to keep saying with an underscore at the end after every every uh, every mention of it. I'll try and think of find something smaller. Well, we're but yeah, that's the that's the best we're way. We're underscore friendly around here. If you were to want to tweet at the podcast in particular, we are bipolar underscore podcast, and uh, all those tweets ring in about seventeen different places. Uh, the network has a Twitter account at nerd underscore uprising. There it is again. Uh, I am <laughs> at Will Fengi, W-I-L-L-F-A-N-G-U-Y. Uh, you can also email us at the website. There's a contact form at the top. I believe it says contact. Uh, Andy is Andy at nerduprising.co. I am Will at nerduprising.co. Uh, make sure to check out the show notes if for no other reason than to see some of the beautiful iPhone photography by my co-host. There will be some links in there to some Instagram pages. Uh, I'm on Instagram at uh, nerd underscore uprising. Andy, if we wanted to see more pictures and can't figure out from the links where the best way to find you on Instagram is, what? how should we do that? Uh, I'm just Andy Nico on there. No underscore. underscore. Just A-N-D-Y-N-I-C-O. Is there someone on Twitter that has A-N-D-Y-N-I-C-O without the underscore? There is, yeah. It's um, Andrea something. She doesn't use it. There's so many variations of my name that people have just sitting on not using. It's really annoying. If anyone knows Andrea, let her know (laughs) that we would be more than happy to give her a spot co-hosting something on the Nerd Uprising Network in exchange for her Twitter handle. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll give. Well, I don't know. Something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we're yeah. we're gonna be the big get in touch first, and we'll worry about that after. We'll be the big time here before too long, so we'll just we'll be able to throw our weight around and see what we can't get Andrea for Andy Nico. Um, and 
get in touch with my contacts at Twitter when I'm when I'm big. Yeah, when, and, when you're uh, big time. Demand I need it. Yeah, when you when you're the when you're the big time and you know the people that know the people, you can just I don't, I don't know do lunch or something. I think that's what people exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. Know. Whatever it takes. Jeez, you can tell we're not too big in the world. I look forward to going back to work tomorrow <laughs> where I actually am somebody. Um, Andy, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah, it was enjoyable. Let's uh, let's get together and do this again here before too long. Yep, absolutely. All right, man. Uh, I will talk to you soon. Yep, perfect. Cheers for that.